Today on The Breakdown, it seems like these are the two players who I'm about to say, well, I'll say them right now, Michael Adamo and Justin Bonomo, who just keep ending up 1-2 in all these big events. Bonomo, number two all-time on the money list and just barely number two. Adamo way down the list right now, like around in the 20s, but with a bullet on his way to top 10, maybe better. Um, People are talking about him as maybe one of the best of all time already. I mean, it's pretty nuts. Anyway, here we are. We're at the World Series of Poker. We're three-handed in the 50K No Limit High Roller event, number 38. And there's Gall, who you may remember from Live at the Bike, sitting there on a shorter stack. And these two guys, Adamo with a very big stack. Well, he's going to do what he does, which is make Justin Bonomo's life difficult. That's it. That's his whole reason for existing. And Bonomo, well, Bonomo's going to have to try and figure out some stuff. And as we know, Adamo may be one of the toughest guys to figure out when you're a Justin Bonomo. How's he going to do? What kind of problem are we even talking about? Well, we're going to get into it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Hey. First yeah, we got uh, Michael Adamo, Justin Bonomo, and Gal from Live at the Bike. So, yeah. Gal Yifra. Who does have some success in shorthanded tournaments. Yes. Six max tournaments. He seems to do pretty well in At the World Series, he's finished third in a 10K and won a 3K. Those ones for 500K and the third those, place those was a quarter million. Those are not soft fields. No, they're the not Six at maxes all. at the World Series. I mean, he's got a lot of experience playing against really good players um, in really deep stacked situations, usually cash. Yeah. You're mostly true. a cash game player. He's so not going to play this hand, but... no. His short stack is looming. He's got 20 big blinds. Michael Adamo has 1.6 billion big blinds. So more. Yeah. Like, how does Michael Adamo always have so many chips? He just always has so many chips. I mean, I think it's part of his strategy is to, like, play for the big stack. Yeah. You know, because he thinks once he has the big stack, he can, he can dominate. And so he'd rather take a few more chances, play a little higher variance at different points in the tournament to try and get the big stack. Uh, Maybe I know a lot of players have done that. Always... It's always coming up heads for him these days, I guess. Seems like it. Is, we're at 120K big blind. Three players left in this 50K WSOP high roller. Adamo's got 16.7 million. Bonomo's got 5.1. And Gal has 2.4. So he's just the crushing chip leader. He's got, yeah, like 130 some odd blinds. And he's almost, he's triple Bonomo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's really something. It's just the, the Adamo way. It's just be, <laughs> be better at poker and have more chips. And that's, that's a strategy. I mean, whatever works, man. You bottom up with, what, 42 blinds? Still pretty good. Not bad. And there's a 20-blind stack over there. Of course, that is going to be tough when Michael Adamo's at the table with all the chips. Yeah, he's it? probably going to push pretty hard when there's a 20-blind stack over there. Yeah. What, is, what is the payout situation well, here? Well, let me tell you. So first of all, we are now three-handed, so everyone has earned almost half a million dollars already. Okay. Second place is $700,000. First place is $1.132. So first is worth getting, but also the jump from, from third to second is significant. Like, Adamo should be able to lean on that a little bit. Yeah, that $200,000 ain't nothing, right? Yeah. That's four buy-ins to this event and, of course, $200,000 in real life. Yeah. Which, you know, is like several cars, depending on what kind of car you're going to buy. Yeah. Or it's like one meal in Vegas, with these guys, probably. Like, <laughs> it's possible to spend that much, but it's hard. Yeah. But it's possible. You have to buy, like, liquor laced with real gold. Not, yeah. 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 Stuff like that. Don't be afraid of it. Just drink it. Be like Bryn Kenny. Just buy the most expensive thing on the menu all the time. Whatever works. Yeah. I'm willing to do it. Are no, you? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, that's a lie. I'm willing to sit there while Bryn Kenny does it and not stop him. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Okay. So both of us. Anyway, um, starts on the final table, not surprising. Eric Seidel finishing fourth. Your favorite player of all time finishing fifth. Who is that? Who is my favorite player of all time? I mean, probably not really your favorite, but a guy you have much affection for and bring up a lot. Anytime we bring him up, you talk about how much you like him. Like, like I like him as a person? More as a player than a person. Jake Schindler? No, but good guess. Chris Hooney, Big oh, Hooney. Big Hooney. Big Hooney. See, look at like the I affection like in your Hooney. voice. Yeah. It helps that I played with him once. I know. If you play with a guy and they are even sort of cool, man, you love them forever. He was he was pretty cool. Yeah. Pesh was the coolest. There it is. Pesh could a Silva. <laughs> but I'm like that too. Yeah. Like I bring up Jesse Sylvia and how great he is like once every four months. Yeah. Right? 
because like it stays with you. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, here we are. This hand was suggested by a lot of people. These are the two like top top people in the world right now in terms yes, of poker. It seems. No question. Bottom one Adamo. So it makes sense that a major hand between them with a ton on the line would would get get a lot of buzz. Yeah. Uh, suggested on Discord by Sci Fighter Five by Five and Jiffy. Those are the top three suggestors because they did it on Discord. They know what they're doing. Nice. Uh, there's a link in the description to take you to our Discord server. It's a uh, it's basically a community of of you people who like this podcast and our videos and stuff get to chat poker, talk about which fast food chain has the best burgers, whatever you want to talk about. I mean, but there's a lot of, of in-depth poker talk on there. It sounds like Grant's just saying that randomly, but no, that's a real conversation. That's a topic piece. that's yeah. happening. There's a whole food fight section because yeah. we we're getting food talk and we still are in all of like the hands that we post on there. People still bring up the food <laughs> stuff. This is all because of English muffin versus croissant. Yeah, it is. Years ago. It is. And here we are. But, but we do have technical poker talk on there. Oh, yeah. Analysis of these hands. Analysis of your hands. Uh, so those three suggested on Discord. Then there's the Twitter suggestors who are just a slightly lesser breed of person. But still impressive. Yeah. Philip Ruthard, Derek B23, Tommy Reynolds, Magnet, Carta, and NY. I mean, that's a pretty good group. It's a fine group, but if they did it on Discord, they would have gotten a ten percent boost. Yeah, that's how it works, and they, yeah. but they understand that. Yeah, they, of course they get it. They just didn't want to. They didn't want the ten percent boost. They're like, I'm good enough. Uh, <laughs> well, they're leaving the ten percent boost for others. That's, right. That's it's a giving thing. It's generosity. But there's no finite ten percent boost. Well, they problem. don't understand the math of it. Obviously. Um, okay, so they're kind of dumb. Well, you said it. <laughs> I did. I didn't mean it. I take it back. All right. So here we are. Okay. 120K big blind. As I said, Gal is a short stack. He's got 20 bigs, 2.4 million. Yep. He's going to fold right away. So obviously, Michael Adamo is going to be like, I'm all in. Like, that's basically the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, some version of that, right? Because so, Adamo's in the small blind. He's got 16.7 million and nine deuce off. And against Justin Bonomo, you can probably just fold this hand in the small blind. But not if you're Michael Adamo and you have all the chips. And you're like, what are you going to do, Justin Bonomo? Have aces? Fine, go ahead. Have aces. I'll still win. <laughs> I'll find a way to win. <laughs> yeah, I'm Michael Adamo. Yeah. So he opens to 480K. So he 4Xs it out of the small blind. He's like, you're going to have to fold a lot of hands. Yep. Uh, look, look, there's that gulls right there, man, with those 20 blinds. Do you really want to just get crazy with this $200,000? Yeah. So I imagine Adamo is doing this with every hand because he's doing it with nine deuce. It's hard to imagine any hand he wouldn't do it with if we're at nine deuce off. Yeah. Do you think Bonomo's aware of that? Do you yes. think he puts Adamo on every hand? I do. Okay. I, I imagine this is happening a lot. I imagine um, Adamo isn't opening every button, but yeah. a huge amount of buttons in every small blind. Yep. And probably if, it's, if Gall limps to him, he's probably raising most big blinds, but not all because there's more obvious trap spots there, mm-hmm. right? Um, but... So I think he's just opening some crazy percentage of the time right now. Seems like, seems like 100. Well, especially when you've got Gall out of the hand. Yeah. Because it's like perfect. Yeah. Right? So this is like, I, I would guess it's 100, and I guess Bonomo knows it. So do you think that means he should three bet the King 10 off, which, which is what he has in his 5.1 million? He's got over, over 40 bigs. Well, he, let's talk about the value. There's good and bad things with three betting King 10 off here, right? The bad of it is... What if Adama decides to re-raise us? Now we've just set chips on fire in a spot we absolutely don't want to. Yeah. Number one. Um, number two, this is a hand that plays pretty well in position. It's decent. And, like, we could win a big pot with if Adama's going to take a lot of swings, and we actually can flop well. We can flop a really good top pair. Of course, we can flop better, too. But, like, you know, a lot of these hands that we're going to look at in this spot are going to not be able to flop really good top pairs. You know, they're going to be like 9-6 and stuff like that and 10-5 suited where we have to call. But even when we flop a 5, it's going to be very difficult to navigate multiple streets. King-10 actually might be not so hard to navigate. So I kind of like this as mostly a call here, but also because I think Adama is going to be looking to put in a fair amount of 4-bets. He's going he's gonna to 4-bet more than, you know... He's not going to be super tight on his four-minute no. range, is what I'm saying. And I've seen him do this even um, in the Super High Roller Bowl. I watched some of that, where him and David Peters got into a clickback war with ace-five against ace-five, where I think Adamo ended up like six-betting all-in or something crazy like huh. that with ace-five. And it was like it was like insane to watch it happen, you know? Like, for not much more, either. Yeah. And it was just like, I mean, it was just unbelievable to watch these two guys go at it. And David Peters was like, ah, I have to fold now, you know? And uh, so I'm t- all t- my point all to say that Adamo absolutely capable of four betting light here. And why do that with a hand that's going to play so well in position? I just want to call. So what's the bottom of your value three betting range as Bonomo in this specific scenario? Cool question. Um, King-Queen? 
Or you just call with that too? I mean, I mostly just want to call with all these things when we've got the 20 blind stack there. We get to be in position against the guy who's going to fire away a lot, you know? True. What? It would I mean, be, I mean, like with a good hand, it would be kind of nice to define things a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, like, because if we think Adamo literally has 100% of combos, we have no idea what we're supposed to do. Uh, like, post all we just call down, but like, yeah. we don't really know what to look out for. Which That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, we definitely won't. Yeah. More landmines that way. I mean, I, I think I want to take w- worse kings to... Th- the problem is all the kings are going to be pretty good to call with against Adamo's massively wide range. Yeah, King Deuce is a, a monster against it's this range. It's pretty good, yeah. yeah. Um, so we don't want to turn into a bluff, is what yeah. I'm saying. So what are, what are we three-betting besides the obvious super strong hands? Like, this is your question, too. Like, yeah. you know, first of all, where's the line start to go? Like, we're obviously three-betting tens yeah. to go with I think it. eights we can go with. Yeah, we won't love it, though. No, but I think we have to. We just have to against this yeah. guy, right? Because he might turn over ace four. Yeah. He might turn over six, seven suited yeah, for all we who know. Knows. Yeah. So we're just going to, and we're like, we're just in Bonimo. We can afford to be wrong and not get the story. Yeah, I got plenty of money. I'm it, trying to win a tournament here, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. You're right. So we can go with eights. Um, okay, let's do unpaired hands because that's kind I think of interesting. King, I think King Queen is, is a candidate. To go with? Yeah. We're going to put 50 blinds in with king-queen? In this scenario, no, I, I don't think like it's a it. It's, I mean, the ICM does loom large, but that's why you could go with it, probably. He can be bluffing, and we can still be behind when we get it in. I mean, we're not way behind, yeah. but like, we don't really want to get in as a 47 percenter here, you know, if we can avoid it. I just want to not never... I, I want to have some king highs in my yeah. three-betting range. I, I, I don't want to never fair. have king high. Let's take the worst... Let's take the worst of them. Okay. Though. Let's take the king, like, five offs and worse, basically. Three-bet those. Sure. Um... We could take a few of the really good kings and three bet those, but sometimes call with them too, maybe 50 50 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, our aces, obviously, we're three betting ace queen, um, all to go with. Ace jack, probably too. Yeah, we're just going to have to go with ace jack, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, ace 10, though, I think you make a really reasonable case. Sometimes three bet, sometimes call. Yeah. And not sure what to do if we get four bet. Yeah, that part sucks. So calling is nice, also a very strong hand. You could talk yourself into, I can't fold this hand, it's too good. But also, you could talk yourself into, he's got 20 blinds, and like, yeah. do I really need to play this hand right, right now? I haven't put that much in, blah, blah, blah. So, okay. So we, the point is, we have a lot of calls here, I think, anyway, when we think he's opening this wide. Yeah. This is one of the best hands we can call with, like King-10 off, I think. That's it's in our call Yeah, range. it's a pretty good hand. It's one does, of the better ones. Bonomo does make the call. I feel like that's the easiest way to play this hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The pot's 1.08 million. Okay. The flop... Is Jack of Clubs, 10 of Diamonds, 3 of Hearts. So Bonomo flops middle pair, Adamo flops nothing. Nothing at all. Yet he checks. Yeah. All right. Is this just because the Jack 10 there, like, interacts so well with Bonomo's calling range? He has a gut shot or better in so many cases that Adamo doesn't feel like he has enough fold equity? He does block some of that with a 9. Um, I think part of it is that, yeah, from a range point of view, he's not doing tremendous against Justin's calling range here because he 4 it, and the guy's got 20 blinds, so he thinks Justin's probably going to fold a lot. And so, yeah, the Jack-10 does interact pretty well with the range, number one. Number two, Adama's pretty clear that he has nothing going on equity-wise here. He's got one back door, right? Yeah. Um, it's not exciting. Um, and I think he's just, he's just, like, giving up and being like, this, this isn't me, this is more you... And I and I in my actual hand also it's not me very very much even though I have one hundred percent of combos this is one of the worst I have still really so, like it's maybe it's just worth giving up it's okay you got to give you got to check fold some things yeah. otherwise you're too easy to play against right I give Adamo credit in this spot I would probably keep firing because I'd be like I'm the big stack there's a twenty blind stack who cares about any of this stuff right let's go Adamo knows he's going to be playing he has and will continue to play against Bonomo in these spots for probably years right. Um, He's got to be balanced against Bonomo in these spots. Otherwise, to some degree, otherwise Bonomo will pick him off. Bonomo's mm-hmm. good enough to, ch- to change up his strategy and, and exploit this. So I like this. I like the check, as a, and I assume to give up. Yep. As Bonomo, how do you want to proceed now? You got middle pair, good kicker. Yeah. There, okay. There isn't that much to be afraid of, no. right? A queen isn't great. Uh, an ace is clearly bad. Um, do we think Adamo is checking ace-king and ace-queen and king-queen? Not that often. I think mostly he's... I think king-queen especially, I would really expect him to fire. Yeah. Um, Ace-king, ace-queen. I mean, probably a little bit, right? Maybe a little. But I would expect him to fire a lot with the overs and the gutter. And, like, he doesn't have to fold if we raise anyway. In fact, he could re-raise us. And, like, what what can we call with besides jack-10? Like, not a lot. We could call with a good jack. Pocket threes. Of course. But not much, right? 
So he could play back as if he wanted to. He has a lot of options. I would. Those can also be really comfortable check calls for him, though, if he wants. Exactly, especially the ace highs. Yeah, ace ace, queen, ace king, and so he might decide to do that um, and figure it out, kind of on turns and rivers, but never fold the flop. Basically, so we don't think he has a ton of those, but maybe a few. He's got at least some. Yeah, if we bet, it would be for value. Mostly, like not not a ton of equity denial to, to be had if we expect a lot of bets from those types of hands. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, Adamo could also be check raising those hands. He could like max pressure on us and like we don't. It's not a great spot. It sounds he, like a great thing to avoid. Yeah, exactly. We also have the kind of hand that like it's not game theory disaster, but it's not wildly far away from it, right? Yeah, I, I mean, mean we can get called by pocket pairs and stuff. Yeah, you think. But not weaker, many. weaker tens. Yeah, we might be able to get value out of some aces too, but there's not a huge amount of value to be gotten. Yeah, right? I like a check, and you know, let's see if this guy wants to wheel the stack a little bit, and we'll have a really easy call. Like we can bluff catch. Yeah, I like it too. We're in position. It's going to be fine. We can always bet the turn if a safe card comes off and he checks again. Like it's, it's fine. It is what Bonomo does. He checks back relatively quickly. This I is like one it. of those spots where I like it, you like it, Bonomo likes it. I bet the solver is not going to like it. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. So, yeah. Well. Whatever. Who cares about the solver? Solver can go jump off a freaking boat. Well, Wesley Cannon cares about the solver. He'll oh. be doing the solver work for this hand. He does care about the solver. We have not seen the solver work yet. We will take a look after we do our analysis and then come back with some solver details. That's how we roll. Yeah. So Jack 10-3. Mm-hmm. Rainbow. We've got the check check. We've got the check please. Nitrogen Sports. Like, Am I browsing for a place to play poker? Oh, I see Nitrogen Sports. Check please. I'll take that one. Check, please. I'll take that It doesn't that quite one. make sense, but I'm going to go with it. Okay. No, yeah. it's like we're, we're, we're sitting at our outdoor restaurant, and Nitrogen Sports walk by, and we're like, check, please. Yeah. I got somewhere to go. Oh, yeah. I got to follow gotta go. that, Biddy. <laughs> <laughs> Nitrogen Sports is sexy because of the Poker Guys automatic overlay tournament. It happens the last Sunday of every month. It's an automatic overlay, 40% or more of the prize pool. Every time. Yeah. You might as well just... Uh, Here's what I would do if I were you guys. I would buy one of those little inflatable pools, not put water in it, just save it. For money. For the money I'm going to make from this automatic <laughs> overlay tournament, baby. And then you can dive into it Uncle Scrooge-like. Uncle Scrooge? Uncle Scrooge? I thought it was Donald Duck. Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, Scrooge <laughs> McDuck. Who's, oh, Uncle Scrooge is completely... Oh, kind of like him too, though. Scrooge McDuck is named after yeah. Uncle Scrooge, right? Yeah. Uh, or Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge. Is, yeah. he, is he Uncle Scrooge? I, he might have. A Did nephew. I just invent Uncle? He might have a nephew, but I don't think it's described. It's in not this Tiny story. Tim, right? No, Tiny Tim's just a poor kid. It's just poor. Oh, handicapped too. Dying. He's dying, isn't he? I don't know if he's actually dying. He's, in, he's on crutches. I think he's dying. But let's not get too caught up in the medical situation of Tiny Tim. No, we have more important things to talk about because <laughs> that was like the 1800s anyway. It's long gone. Yeah, it's Nitrogen fictional. Sports is now. It's the future. It's Bitcoin. Yeah, it is. Which means if you win, you know, the automatic overlay tournament or a sports bet that you make and you want your Bitcoin out, they don't fuck around. 90 minutes or less, it's yours They're in your cool. wallet. Super cool that way. Yeah, it's really awesome. They've been doing this for years. It's a great site. Use the link in the description when you sign up or you don't even get to see our promotions, which include that tournament and also like cool sports stuff like yep. free March Madness brackets where you can win Bitcoin, uh, NFL Survivor Pool, stuff like that. I had a good friend write to me the maybe a week or two ago and ask me... Uh, you know, he's saying, I wanted to put a lot of money on Nitrogen Sports to make some bets and stuff like that. And I just wanted to make sure. I know they've been a sponsor for a long time. Has anyone ever had any legit complaints against them? And I said, in the five years we've been doing this with them, we've never had one legitimate complaint. We've had people sometimes say, like, oh, I'm having pro- trouble getting through to customer service or something like that. But well, it always worked out. It was never a problem. Money's never been, like, never once has there been an actual problem. It's right. incredible. Yeah. It's legit. Yeah. Check it out. Get you some poker. Yeah. All right. Speaking of poker. Speaking of poker. Speaking of poker. It's check, check on the flop. <laughs> Jack 10-3 rainbow. Okay. Clubs, diamonds, and hearts, if you're curious. I am. You are. Uh, we got the absolute garbage bottom of the barrel nine deuce for Adamo. Nine deuce off. Bottom with king 10 off. Mm-hmm. Turn is the queen of clubs. It's the second club. It gives both players an open ender. Yeah. It's not exactly a good open ender for Adamo. No. But at this point, how do you proceed as Adamo? Do we expect Bonomo's checkback range on the flop all has showdown value, or do you think he has some garbage? I think he has some garbage, too. Yeah. I don't think it's all showdown value because he knows Adamo's going to check good hands also. Yeah. So he's going to have some garbage he just checks, and he's not even going to try and steal. I don't think this is one of those spots, where you're, especially in Bonomo's seat, where you're just trying to steal that often. And I think you're worried about a bunch of check raises from like big draws that you aren't going to be able to call. Yeah. 
So I think I think he's got a fair amount of of crappy checkbacks. So it might be worth even on this card that interacts significantly with the board and would hit some of Bonomo's showdown value and stuff like that. It would be worth a bet as a Damo with the nine. I think so. Uh, one, we pick up equity, even though as you said, it's the bad end of the straight. It's still an open ender. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, two. Guess who can have the nuts? We can. Yeah. Guess who can't? Him. Yeah, that's like, true. Kind of ever. We might play Ace King like this at least some of the time, as you ask on the flop, right? We could also maybe have some Queen Queen. We could. I mean, we could also have some Jack Jack and Ten Ten, by yeah. the way, and Queen Ten. And but like, we absolutely have Ace King squarely in our range. Uh, Justin doesn't have it there. It's just not there. I think I like a bet for all these reasons. I think we're going to get some folds right now. Justin just doesn't have anything. I don't think he's folding any pair. Maybe maybe the maybe the worst pairs in the world like deuces. Sure, I think he might fold the deuce. Yeah, you know, like it's a jack ten three. If he has three five of hearts or three five of clubs, because that's the three of hearts, I could see him folding that when the queen comes and we bet and just being like, it's not worth it. Gal's got twenty blinds. Like I can do better. Yep, you know, that's great. Well, here's a little insight into Michael Adamo. I think this play is just like. This is part of what Michael Adamo's been doing here. Yeah. He's going to bet. Yeah. He bets $1.16 million into $1.08 million. I mean, nobody s- does this. Such a weird Having story. Having checked the flop. So we're saying we, have, we're saying we have the nuts, basically, or queen queen or something. We're saying we're very powerful. I mean, maybe, maybe Adamo can have a lot of things for value with this. I assume he can. Yeah. Because otherwise, these guys would be picking him off, and they're right. not. Right. But so he can have queen 10. I guess he can have ace queen. And I guess he can have queen queen, jack, jack, 10, 10, at least some of the time, too. Maybe he can have king queen and, and bet like this. Having maybe he can. Maybe he maybe can. can have any queen. Wow. Maybe he can. Especially a good queen, though. Yeah. Like all the good queens where he's like, wouldn't you have bet most of your stuff here? Yeah. Anyway, it's still a fascinating bet you just never see. Right. It feels like you never see it. It seems like a little bit of a slice of insight into what Adamo is doing. And obviously, yeah. it's not going to be easy to replicate for any listeners out there to like... I imagine with the level of success that Adamo's having in the fields that he's having it in, he has a perfectly balanced strategy with bets like this, that is, or at least balanced enough that his opponents have not yet been able yes. to figure out how to, how to counteract it. I would guess it's balanced enough, not perfectly yeah. balanced, but that's fine. He, also, if he, it may just be exploitative where he's like, he knows he gets a certain amount of folds with the sizing against these types of opponents on these boards and these spots, so he can bet this much and it's just going to work, and who cares? You know? this is uh, a- of course, there'll be with some balance too, of course. This is a strong curiosity for me, so I want to see yeah. what your take is on it, because I have no idea. Cool. Do you think there is a significant amount of thought behind the actual amount, or do you think it's kind of random? Like 1.16 into 1.08. Oh, as a, I mean, clearly he's going for at least a little more than pop, but yeah. beyond that. Yeah. Right. Like, why, uh, why not 1.12? Or 1.1. Yeah. Or 1. Point, or 1, by yeah. the way. I mean, I know he's going for a little more than pot, right? Uh, well, Okay. It's hard for me to really believe that there's true precision here with the yeah. sizing because it's just, I don't know why it would matter, really, yeah. right? between 1.12 and 1.16. But the thing is, like, the reason I ask is because this guy is having one of the greatest yes. runs of all time. Yes. And I do wonder like, if, if that statement is just like, ignorant about the level of precision that Michael Dama is playing with. Like, how does he get first in all of these fucking tournaments? Right. I will say that one of the things we noticed from another one of his hands that we've already done when he had the, uh, was it the seven, eight of hearts or yeah. whatever it was? And he got Schindler to fold the queens on the river. His sizing, we just thought was really, this is pre-flop sizing, but he like 9X'd it or 10 x yeah. or something like that in a spot where just no one does that. Yeah. Or, and, you know, um, and, and so his sizing stuff, he's really thought about clearly and he's, he's doing different things. So it's not impossible that this is precise, but it's also possible where he's just like, okay, I'm going to go a little more than pot. I know that. And then, you know, it, what's fun? Yeah. And, like, I've definitely done that where, like, you add an extra chip and a, a low denomination chip, which it feels like he had to for a 1.16. Yeah. He had to throw, like, a 10K chip in there, too, right? Like, on 100K. Top. Yeah. 100K. 100K? 10K. 10K, yeah. Yeah. Um, You're right. So it's, like, a lot of chips, right? It's 1.1, and then there's the 225Ks, and then the 10K. Yeah. So it's, like, more chips than just, like, throwing two. Now, does that matter for a guy like Bonomo? I don't think it does. Like, I don't think, like, it's more chips not, or less 10K chips. 10K is not a denomination that's ever used. It would be two 5Ks. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. You're right, two 5Ks. Um, but I'm saying, like, so, so it's, like, more chips, which, yeah. you know, against certain opponents, obviously much lower-level opponents, it can actually, like, it might be a little intimidating or might feel bigger versus a, a one-chip bet, which feels smaller and you get called a little more. I don't think any of that's ever going to work on Justin. Like, right. Justin's going to be 
never paying me that anymore. Right, and he's making these bets against Justin-like players all of the course. time. So it's not about that. Right. So, I mean, my guess is he's thinking, he's just like, oh, I should, you know what, he probably has a randomizer of some sort. Yeah. You know, we were, we were talking to another top 10 player. I won't say who it is. Um, and he was talking about how he randomizes. Yeah. He, and this isn't for sizing, but it's for decisions. Like, mm-hmm. where he wants to call a certain amount of time and fold a certain amount of the time, he's got a way he randomizes, right? Yeah. Um, it was really interesting and almost hard to understand because it's so complicated. I wonder if Adamo's got a randomizer for his size stuff once he knows, like, he's going in a particular range of, like, okay, somewhere between, like, 1.1 and 1.2, and he, likes, and he randomizes for that. So it's basically impossible to figure anything out about that. Yeah. that that's probably better than being cute. Because you're probably cute in an unbalanced way. Yeah. Right? You take, away yeah. the, you take the humanity out of it a little bit. That's that make, my best guess. That makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, this is automatically uncomfortable for Bonomo, which is to yeah. Adamo's credit, because it's not a bad turn card at all. I mean, you turn open-ended along with your pair. It's a great turn card. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of hands that Adamo has, if he has a wide enough value range, which I imagine he does, that now like just launched in front of you that were behind you before, mm-hmm. which is too bad. Yeah. But obviously, there's no folding on this card. It's impossible to fold against this opponent in this spot on this card. I think ever. Yeah. I want to call every time I'm in this spot with this hand. <laughs> and it's and it's Adamo betting, for yeah. sure. And almost anyone, but especially Adamo. I mean, Adamo, any good player, this is an easy call. And Adamo, it's a super easy call. All right, Bonomo makes the call. He has to. Maybe, it, maybe Adamo counted Bonomo's stack exactly, knew it exactly. Mm-hmm. Because Bonomo has one pot left. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it is, it is literally it. one pot. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, that would be getting a little cute even. It is a little cute. Maybe it's just sort of like it was going to be about a pot, and then he got he randomized to yeah. one pot. You know, yeah. hard to know. But it's, it's kind of cool. It ended up being exactly one pot left. It is behind. Rivers the Jack of Hearts. Yep. Which doesn't figure to hit either player very often. It's a flopped top pair, and there were no bets on the flop. Agreed. Now these guys are going to have some jacks. Both of them are going to have some, of course. But it's rare, especially Adamo. You would think with a sizing on the turn, unless he has a full house now. You, I would think Justin's got more jacks. I agree. Yeah. He's got more checkbacks. Adamo's almost always going to bet his top pair. Justin, we could see checking back, trying to get into a bluff catching mode against the big stack. And it's hard to imagine Adamo betting just a jack on the turn for that size. Like, I feel like if right. he's going thin, it's like the, the bad suited queens he's going thin with, but not, not a jack. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. Not, not, a ran, not just a jack. Queen jack, sure. Yeah. Jack jack, sure. But... Is this so? Is this a range advantage card for Bonomo? It feels like it is. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Although not a huge one. Like you would still expect Bonomo to mostly bet his one pair jacks on the flop. I mean, what, what we're really talking about is Adamo's got queen queen a little bit. Yeah, they both have queen jack a little bit. Yeah, Justin's got some other jacks too. Adamo's got a few other jacks, but mostly there's this shouldn't this card shouldn't matter that much. And when it helps someone, it helps. Maybe it Adamo helps has specifically. Jack nine and king jack because he has the open ender with the jack on the turn and he feels like that's a good enough reason to bet with that size. Why size it so much with I don't know. Like how you you you're massive game theory disaster mode here. Right. Massive. Yeah. A queen's never folded. Never. Never. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't seem likely. Yeah. So yeah, it feels like Bonomo has more trips in his range. Yep. And Adamo, of course, has nine deuce. Just to remind everybody. <laughs> He's got nine eye. Yeah. Bonomo does not have trips. He has, you know, not a great hand now. It didn't work out amazingly well, but it's decent. There are worse cards on the river, but yeah. That's right. not, it's, not, it's not awesome. Adamo's like, oh, is that card better for you than for me? Is it still, Justin? I bet all of the chips. All of them. Oh. And your state in the valley. Also, I will take your soul. <laughs> yeah. And then he breathes in and... You've never actually heard Michael Adamo talk before, so that he might speak like that. I actually have heard him talk. As he say, and I will take your soul. <laughs> it doesn't have an Australian accent, but yes. Yeah. yeah. Is he, does he sound like the, what we do in the shadows, guys, basically? Almost exactly. Almost, yeah. almost exactly. Like the movie, not the, not the TV right, show. Right, yeah. It's like Taika Waititi. Yeah. Although, isn't he from New Zealand? Yeah. Yeah. So close enough. It's very close, even yeah. though, obviously, the Australians, Mark Testar, who suggested this hand and others, he will be upset with us. Mark Testar did not suggest well, this Well, he in his mind did. In he probably, his, he probably thought heart, about it. In his heart. But then he was too busy writing a poem. An Australian poem about the outback, about how upset he is when people basically act like Kiwis and Australians are either the same or sound the same, because they all hate that. 
But, you know, from our untrained ear, they sound not the same, but similar. And we're the ones who are important. We're Americans. <laughs> I can tell the difference, but yeah. only because I was good friends with both uh, back in the day. So You're good friends with all of Australia and all of New Zealand? I was good friends with a Kiwi and an Australian at the same time, and I could definitely tell the difference between their accents after a while. Did one of them just maybe always talk with their mouth full or something, and maybe that was the difference? Huh, now that you say that, that is exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> No, there's it's a few, also there's rude. A, there's a few things they say differently, you know, and it, it shows up. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Here we go. The Australian moves in. For of course pot. he does. And of course, this was an implicit threat the entire time. Yeah. Especially once Adamo bet that size on the turn and Gal sitting there with a 20 blind stack. Right. And that's part of what has to go into a lot of why Justin's going to fold a lot of his hands. I think he's like, well, a shove's coming and this isn't a hand I can, I'll be able to call a shove with almost ever on the river. The hand he has is different. He's open-ended. Yeah. He actually has a pair. He raced to have the best hand a lot on the, yep. on the turn. All right. Okay. Here we Was go. Was this a good idea for Adamo to do this, first of all? I mean, obviously, the ICM makes it feel like a pretty good idea. It can't be that any, any hand. bad. And Ace-King would do this, right? Ace-King yeah. wouldn't be like, oh, no, the board's paired. Ace-King would be like, let's see if you want to call. Right. Do you think Adamo was doing this with all of his hands or just because he blocks queen, uh, King-9 and 8-9? Oh, you mean all his crap hands? Yeah, like if he had if he had seven high instead. I'm not sure he's even betting seven high on the turn. Yeah, um, I think he's only doing it when he because he picked up some equity. You right. Know? Um, I could be wrong, but that that seems to be that seems to be the case. Like most of the time, yeah. in spots. But if somehow he let's say let's say he picked up a flusher on the turn with seven high. I okay. If, I don't know if that's even possible. It is. Oh, great. So that's that's the way he gets here. Okay. But does he go for it because he doesn't block anything at that point? It's actually bad blockers to have yeah. clubs. I think he might just be inclined to give up. Yeah. Like, Justin calling a pot size better on the turn is pretty powerful. Yep. Like, Justin doesn't want to put all these chips in right now, and he chooses to anyway. Like, that's pretty strong. It feels like he's got a very good hand a lot, right? And he has a pretty darn good hand. Very good hand, meaning, like, I don't, like a queen, a few jacks, some queens, some open-enders with a pair, like he has. That's most of it. Is a nine the best blocker, actually? that Adamo could have because Justin doesn't have any ace king. So you block all of his straights. Mm. You block king nine, you block eight nine. That's it, cool. It makes it a better blocker than a king. Huh. Right, because the nine still blocks king nine. Yeah. That's pretty good. The king blocks some stuff that would consider calling. Like although the nine is does too. The nine blocks king jack and yeah. sorry, uh jack nine and queen nine the yeah. way king jack does. Like those yeah. those hands would all be there either way. And queen nine. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it doesn't matter. So maybe yeah, I think you're right. It's a, it's the best possible single card blocker. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Justin similarly, by the way, has yeah. Kind of a fabulous blocker. Yeah, the king is the best blocker for him. Yeah. Because Damo clearly has ace king in his range. No question. And if he has any king or any jack in his range, any trips, it's king jack. He probably doesn't have it, but if he has a jack that's a single jack, it's king jack, right? Yeah. Also, we block king nine as Justin, which is another hand that Adamo might really play just like this. Yeah. You know, he might check the flop. Although, if he's checking the flop, he's probably check raising a lot with well, king we nine. Well, we wouldn't have known that because we, you know, we went check, check. Yeah. I'm just trying to say, like, because yeah. we, we'd actually might expect him to bet that hand a little more than ace king. But it's not impossible for him to check a king eye. Also, no. he's a damo, right? So we got to give him a little bit of that, too. Anyway, yeah, having, having the king here is kind of awesome as Justin. It would be better like, just to have a good hand, but... Well, I mean, what's a good hand at this point? Like, a queen a and a ten play the same, right? We have jacks in our range. Yeah, it's like trip, trips, or this is basically the next... This is right there with the next group yeah. of stuff, this hand. Yeah. With, with the blocker, it's better than, like, your rando queen, for sure. Yep. I agree. I'd rather have this than queen four. Oh, my God. Yeah, big time. Justin really agonizes over this decision. Yes. He takes a very, very long time. Um, so I guess where does he land in his distribution? Like, I, we have to ask the question, is this hand better than a random jack? Wow. Well, the random jack blocks Full the houses. queen jack and the jack tens of the world, and which is, does matter. Yeah, right? I think that matters a lot. We do block straights, which is more, which we'd expect... If Adam was going to take this line, he'd show up with more straights yeah. than full houses. Yeah. So that's maybe then plays it back the other way. Uh, could Adamo, let's at least ask the question. I have a pretty strong guess here, but could Adamo ever make this all in play with some thinner like, value? Like overpairs? Overpairs, ace queen. I, I don't know what to put past Adamo. Yeah. You know, like. Maybe he could. Maybe. It's just a pot size bet. He's not folding those hands anyway. 
what do you want to put us in? What do you want to move us in? Because he's like, if you have trip jacks, you're getting it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So I'm trying to get value from the queen or anything else you're going to hero me with. So I might as well do that since you just call the pot size bet anyway. I'm going to go for it. That would, that would lead me to believe that king queen would be his best value hand for that because queen nine is not good enough maybe to get mm-hmm. maybe queen nine. If queen nine is good enough, let's think about it because it's one okay. pip. Yeah. Queen nine might be the best one. Uh, depends on how we value that pip because the nine is the best blocker, right? To the straights. Right. This is if you're a Damo or, or if you're Justin. a Damo. Okay. Yeah, the nine is the best blocker if you're a Damo. The king is the best blocker if right. you're Justin. Right, right, right. Because Justin doesn't have ace king anyway. Yeah. yeah. So maybe queen nine, Adamo actually goes for this level of value. Wow. Whew. The only problem with that is uh, we might get worried about. I mean, whatever. We're going for it either way. But like ace queen's cool because we can get called by king queen. Queen nine isn't as cool in that one way that if we get called yeah, by king queen. Yeah, but Bonomo has way more other queens than king he does. queen. He like does. combinatorially, he's going to have a so lot many more other more. queens. So, so many more. And I guess you could still make the same argument of like, I mean, if we check, I don't know if Bonomo's, actually, Bonomo might check back king queen. That's, that is possible. Although, hold on. We're, we're dumb. Go on. Queen nine and all the lower queens are the same value. So the only value is the blocker. Oh, uh, okay. So maybe king queen is much then we, better. Yeah, that's got to be yeah. better. It's definitely better. That's, yeah. that's good, good job figuring that out. Yeah, of course. You know, we don't want to chop. Yeah. We want to win. We want him to call and cry because yeah. he called with the queen. Yeah, so it's got to be king-queen then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can definitely do it with king-queen because king-queen, he doesn't have ace-queen. He doesn't have ace-king. Right. We can have those. We can have king-queen. And we can, can have some king-queen. And we can sometimes get called by, by a queen. It or, feels like we can. Or even maybe a 10 if it has the, the proper blockers. Right. And here we are. Justin's going to have, as we said, a long think about this because this is close. Is it close? Like, do you think it's like a, just a call? I'm wondering. We, we have a great card. What are, we, the, what are we folding Okay, that we got here with? We're, we're folding all of our weaker 10s. 10-9, 10-8. 10-8 for sure. 10-9 might be in a similar category, but mm. not quite as good. Because mm-hmm. it does block all of Adamo's straights that aren't ace-king. The bad. The, yeah. yeah. All the worst straights. Yep. Um, I'd be worried, as I sort of mentioned before, that like... The gut shot straights are more apt to bet the flop. Ace King's more apt to check the flop. I'm sure he's somewhat balanced, but still, like so. The Ace King feels, is a gut shot. Yeah, but it's with overs, yeah. and it's got showdown, massive showdown value. Right. Um, it's more. It's a way, as you even said, it's a way more comfortable check call. Yeah. Than like a hand like King Nine or sure. something else, right? Um, which feels like more of a natural bet. Yeah. And they also they could all be bets, but if we had to pick, so all I'd be right. a little concerned that like, boy, I'd rather have a King in my hand than a Nine if I'm Justin. Would. Right. So we were talking about, this is how we got to talking about if Adama would bet king-queen and stuff. So now that we've had yeah. the discussion a little bit, let's revisit this. Okay. Would we rather have this hand or jack three? Not three. Jack deuce. Right, right. Because not, not the full house. Yeah. Trip, the worst trip jacks or the hand with the great blocker? I think we want the hand with the great blocker. We hope he doesn't turn over ace-queen plus. Yeah. <laughs> ace-queen kings and aces, we're going to feel kind of devastated. Right. Um, but I think we'd rather have the blocker. I think it blocks enough other stuff that makes some sense. Now, let me ask you this. Having the blocker is both good and bad a little bit, right? Because Adamo continuing on the turn, if we believe he's not just continuing randomly, yeah, then like he's continuing because he picked up a draw or he improved mm-hmm. in some other obvious way. So one of the draws is the straight draws. Yeah. And so having that card in our hand yeah, I guess it, it goes cuts, that way, too. It cuts both ways. But, it, but since Adamo's basically repping a lot of ace-king here, I think having the king is good. Yeah, I agree. I want to have the king in my hand. But I'm curious to see if the solver disagrees with that. Me, too. And I think what makes me feel good about it is that in the moment, Justin Bonmo couldn't figure it out either. It took, him a, <laughs> it took him a long time before he made a decision. Well, I wonder if it's... I mean, of course the ICM is really going to play into all this, right? So he's figuring out not just... Do I think this is a profitable call? But it's a profitable call situationally here also, right? Where there's $200,000, not that he automatically gets if he folds, because right. he certainly doesn't. No. He'll be much, he'll be, him and Gull will be closer. In yeah, that, that turn bet was pretty big. Yes, but he'll still have a chip lead on Gull, and I'm sure Justin and everyone else in the world except for Gall believes Justin's clearly stronger, a stronger player than Gall. I think Gall probably thinks Justin's a stronger and player. And Justin than even has position on Adamo, which helps a little bit too for yeah. future stuff. Although it's three handed, so it's not really as often. Well, I mean, but he, I mean, it's two out of three hands. Yeah. And the two hands are the hands he's most likely to play, and the yeah. third one he's not, right? Yeah. So, especially 
Yeah. So that so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So know, what do you so what do you want to do here? I We're Justin. I, I think you call. I think you have to call with because you have the king in your hand. You have the king and it's Michael fucking Adamo. It's Michael Adamo. And the situation, while in some ways it works against us because we could, you know, lose out on our chance at making at least 200K more, it works for us too because it's Michael Adamo. He's got all the chips. Isn't he going to use this right. situation? Like it feels like, oh, by the way, something that we, don't, we haven't talked about, but we often do in this spot is to do the math on like, okay, if we fold, how oh, right. many chips are we going to have? But if we call and win, right, right. what's our new situation? In fact, we have almost 100 bigs if we call and win. We would be nearly the same chip stack as Adamo now. Yeah. And like, Winning the tournament suddenly becomes a much easier move. Yeah, that's this a, could be the hand that, that's that a big deal. propels us to win the tournament if we if we call and we're right. So we still need the fundamentals to back us up, of course. Yeah. But if it's close, I think the fact that Adamo's likely to be pushing here is because of the twenty blind stack. Yeah. And the fact that if we call and we win, we're now half position on Adamo for two of the three hands and are gonna have almost the same chip stack. Those are two really good reasons to call anyway. Yeah. So I wanna call. Plus the fact our hand seems like it probably needs us to call. Hopefully Adamo really is as wide as we think and yeah. isn't only doing this for a bluff with nines, like any nine, because it's the best blocker. Maybe he has enough nines to make that okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, again, he's probably doing with the, the missed hearts, at least, too, or the missed, uh, the missed flush draw on the turn also, right? But then you, the... you block things you don't want to block. You want Bonomo to have missed a flush draw if you're Adamo. Right, but you may just feel like all those things, sure, but, you know... 20 blind stack. I'm going to, let's like $200,000. I'm all in, you know, maybe can you really call? And in fact, Bonomo really sweats this one out for Mm -hmm. a long time before he makes his decision, which is to call, which is to call. I think, I mean, watching it, I expected he was going to call the whole time. Me too. But it was interesting that he took as long as he did and really went through it. He kept sort of talking to himself. I think just like talking over the hand, trying to come up with the ranges that extra, that 200 K bump really, I think plays into it for him. And he's trying to figure out the math on like, what am I supposed to do here? It's a very complex situation, even though it looks just like a, a dude just going maniac on you. Yep. And, and he's, you know, finished second to Adamo recently in the super high roller bowl. By the way, he's going to finish second to him in this event also. Yeah. Um, Despite this hand, Adamo still wins. Yeah. But Adamo gets second instead of, like, maybe getting second. He yeah. Like, this almost locks up second for him. Right. Um, but in that, in the super high roller bowl, they get into the final hand of the tournament which plays not wildly dissimilar to this, actually. Yeah, we're still going to do that hand at yeah, some point. Yeah, so I guess I won't, I won't get all into it, but in terms of the sizing and stuff like that, the sizing on the river is bigger, but there's, it's like check, check, big bet, call, super big shove, and Justin's in a weird spot. Yeah. You know? So here we are again, right? Here we are again, and here we are getting second to Adamo again. Again. All right, Nemesis time. Let's see what the solver says. <laughs> See if the solver agrees with the wizards, the okay. wizards of Westerly Place. Is that a Waverly thing? Place? Ah, uh, whatever. Westerly Place is where the Baron Stern birds were. Birds, <laughs> Baron Stern birds, <laughs> Baron Stern bears are. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's a parallel dimension thing, which might be real. Let's not get into it. But the, okay, this is important to the solver oh, though. Okay. If Michael Adamo were an animal, would it be a bird? Well. I mean, a bird, that's such a, I, it would be, but yeah. it's such a wildly big Ostrich. spectrum. Ostrich. Uh, T-Rex. Oh, we're calling dinosaurs birds They were now. birds. They had feathers. Yeah, that's such a 90s thing. <laughs> Didn't to, say, to say the dinosaurs were birds is like, wow, was it 1994? We're beyond that. They're all platypi. See, you're just making things up now, and it's, it's offensive. It's not offensive. It's problematic. It's not that either. It's uh, going to get you in trouble. It's not. And maybe drag me down along with you. That's what's about if to anybody's going to drag us down, it's you. You know, you say that a lot, and I uh-huh. think you're you're really trying to speak it into existence. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if we got dragged down together. That'd be great. Well, if I did, if I was the cause, yeah, you, then I could blame yeah. you for the rest of my life. There would be some satisfaction there, from right? My, from my seat of poverty, I could be like, it's his fault. Yeah, yeah. you would kind of like that, right? It'd be great. Yeah, yeah. People would rather, you know, be doing better relative to their neighbors than just doing better. Period. That is absolutely true. Oh, absolutely true. Yeah, they've done lots of uh, oh, you studies have on evidence. this. Yeah. All right, cite the study. Um, I don't know the name of it, but mm, it's easily Googled. Oh, I'm sure Easily Googled. And Anything's clear, easily Googled. You could Google that the Earth is flat, and a lot of things will confirm that you, you're correct. You're asking me to cite the study. I'm saying you can find that study very easily if you say study. You know, and now here's, here's, here's the results of the study. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, they asked people, would they rather make... Uh, $70,000 a year if their neighbors are making $60,000 or $90,000 a year if their neighbors are making 100000 and most people would rather make seventy. No way. Yeah. You wouldn't, would you? No. Of course not. But, but the point is, 
Also, we would also we you and I would also say we would never shock the guys on the Milgram experience experiments, and everyone else would say that too. And yet, two thirds of people ever who they ever did that on absolutely that's, shocked that's people to different. 100. That's like an experientially different thing that you can't put yourself in the mindset of. All you have to do is imagine the question being posed to you for the study that you're referring I'm, to. I'm just saying, by observing things, we've got a superposition thing here. By observing things, we're changing it a little bit. You know, like. I'm declaring that I'm rational on a, on a you know, it's, it's, I, it does okay. change it a little bit. But you do see the difference. Yes. Of course. Of course I do. But I'm saying... It, I can put myself entirely in the, in, the, in the experiment of the neighbor experiment. <laughs> I cannot put myself in the situation of the Milgram experiment. I don't... I can't... I can't you can't put yourself in any position. I can't, put, I can't enter that mindset. But anyway, it, it's possible those numbers are a little off because they did this a while ago. Maybe it wasn't 70 and 60 and, you know, 90, 100. But, it, but it's a gulf like that. And... Absolutely, it came in very strongly. People would rather be making more than their neighbors than more money and less than their neighbors. So that's like, stupid. We, we suffer very strongly. In com- it's all about comparison in the human. That's how the humans are set up. And I'm not saying everyone's set up that way, but it, but there's a whole thing going on there. You said the humans as if you're not one yeah. of them. And if anybody's not a human, it's these guys, Bonomo and Adamo. Oh, look at him bring it right back. I mean, if you this is a podcast only hand, but if you watch the video of these guys playing, they are doing like non-human type movements with their bodies. Well, Adamo especially. Yeah, he's like he he's trying to be an ostrich. Adamo absolutely does not look like a person. Yeah. <laughs> when he's playing poker, because yeah. he sits in such a weird way with his he holds his head in such a strange way, trying not to give anything away. Yeah. It's it's odd. It is. Like if I were him, I would go. I try and find a more relaxed pose just for myself. Maybe it feels okay to, to sit that way, yeah. but it looks very uncomfortable. Well, why would you change anything at this point if you're Michael Adamo? Yeah, I guess that's fair. All right, let's see if the solver wants to change anything. Okay. This was done by Wesley Cannon, and he will post it on the Discord once a thread is live there with this hand. Great. Go check it out. Starting with the flop. This is this is really impressive by Adamo in Solverland. Oh my god! That uh, it wants Adamo to bet eighty six percent of his combos, eighty six percent, pretty much everything. But it wants him to check this hand, <laughs> which he does <laughs> it's check. So cool, yeah. And it's a king high and nine high hands that he wants him to check, which which makes some sense, I guess. Well, they're hands that I mean, nine high is sort of like a give up. Yeah, king high is like maybe I'm good enough. King high, king high is ahead enough for the time. And I'm maybe sometimes calling, yeah. but not really. We're not really check calling no, King High, right? I don't think so. But, we're, but that's a hand that we check, and we, we need to check some hands that if it checks all the way through can still win at Showdown weekly. Yeah. And that's, that's what this is. In theory, that's what the King High is, I guess. Anyway, he found one of the 14% that he's Very actually cool. supposed to do according to the solver. So good. Yeah. It wants Bonomo to bet, which, uh, yeah. you know, you could go either way, especially against an aggressive op- opponent like Adamo. You could try to let him do the betting for you later in the hand. Yeah. But it's totally reasonable, obviously, to protect your equity here. If you think you're getting, you know, going to get raised a lot and you're not going to call down, checking makes more sense because of this actual situation with the 20-blind stack. But also we could be looking to induce with that 20-blind stack sitting there and knowing Adamo's going to fire away yeah. a lot. So It's a pretty we get, weak hand to induce with. but Well, that's what I'm saying. If, but then we should be checking back if we're not looking yeah. to. I think if we're not planning on calling a raise with this hand, we should check back a lot. Yeah. Because... We're gonna get more. We're gonna get raised more in this spot than normal, right? So, well, just that sort of practically. Solver hates it. Yeah. How about the Solver's turn? Solver's like bet. Well, Adamo started messing it up on the turn. I guess it yeah. does want Adamo to bet, uh, but it wants him to bet a lot smaller. That w- this was one of the most interesting things about the hand is the sizing that Adamo chose on the turn. Yes. And very interesting. This, almo- this solver almost never wants to bet the size with any combo. And when you say never, that's like 0.1 percent of the time. Yeah. Right? It's cool. Um, so, yeah, so this is him going way, way, way far afield from Solverland, at least. Right. Um, but again, he's playing the circumstance, playing his opponent. When Justin checks back, he's either got a lot of give-ups or he's got a lot of one pair of hands that may have a tough decision with this sizing, but not with smaller sizings, right? Yep. So I think that's why he's doing what he's doing. But it's, it's interesting. The solver's like, yeah, bet 300K, man. Bet three, actually, bet 360 is the, yeah. the number that Wesley gave it. Just get his air out of there, basically. Yeah, exactly. Is the whole, it's just pure... Remove the air from the situation. We have nine high. Just, like, remove the air, and sure, we improve sometimes, but come on. And actually, it would be equity denial, right? Because any king is not going to fold. It's an open-ender. Mm-hmm. And any ace is unlikely to be there. Um, what, what do you mean? Uh, well, I don't understand. Nine, nine high is probably the best hand if Bonomo has air. Because his air that's better is king high and ace high. Yeah. King high is not going to fold, right? Because it's got an open-ender. Correct. Ace high is going to show up preflop a lot of the time. Not as much with this exact spot, though. Yeah. Like a lot of the weaker... Even a hand like Ace-10 is probably not 3-betting that much. But if he bets 360, he's also not folding out Ace-high. 
No, that's true. Yeah. He's got a gut shot. He's got ace high. He's holding So it's up. actually a really good point. equity denial with nine high because yes. other okay. nine highs are not going to fold either probably for that size. That's a really good point. Um, yeah. The other thing, too, is as we were saying, like, you can fold out maybe a 10 and maybe even a jack with the size. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, man. Yeah. If but, it works. But not, not if you have a draw with it, not which, this 10. Yeah. which, of course, Bonomo does. Bonomo is supposed to call. He's actually supposed to fold a jack or a 10 with no draw. I mean, no. it shows you how powerful this bet is that yeah. a jack has to suddenly fold, in theory anyway, to yeah. be perfect. Probably optimal. jack 8 plus calls, though. Jack 8, jack 9, yeah. king, jack, and I H-J. think that's right. Yeah. But, you know, if you can fold out all the other jacks... That's I mean, to, to check back, like, jack seven here and then just fold to one bet on the turn seems outrageously wrong. Yeah. Like, how can you do that? Well, the sizing is different than normal, so yes. I guess that's how you can do it. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd be capable of putting those two plays together. I'm not saying I'd want to, but I, but I don't think I ever Maybe would. Bonomo is capable of that, and Adamo is trying to exploit yeah. that yeah. capability. Maybe. It's like, you know, you just check back preflop. Your jacks don't have to be coordinated at all. So the majority of them have to fold to this bet. Mm-hmm. You know? Right on. Cool. Let's get to the river where the money's made. Sure. Adamo is supposed to jam some nine-deuce combos, but not this one because it contains a club. Right, because there were two clubs on the turn, and that's going to yeah. be... Make up a bunch of Bonomo's pair and draw yeah. calling combos that can fold here. Right. 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 So I guess, you know, close enough, though. It wants to jam at least some nine deuce I mean, combos. It's about looking at the numbers. It looks like it's about 50% yeah. of the time he's supposed to jam uh, his, of, of the overall group of nine deuce off <laughs> combos. Yeah. It's crazy to say that. Uh, so, yeah. So that's kind of neat. Right. And so he does. And again, there's a situational thing at play here that the solver just doesn't know about. It just doesn't know that there's that third stack sitting there. It may know the ICM stuff, but it doesn't know that piece of it. I don't yep. think. I don't believe. But Bonomo, he's strong. He knows how to do things correctly, and he calls with this hand, which he is supposed to do. Yes. And then the solver prefers calling with this hand versus a weak queen, sure. which makes perfect sense. Of course. With the correct blocker of the king. Uh, well, you know, uh, I think we said this earlier, too, but like, it's cool. They both have like the best blockers for this. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, Bonomo having a king blocks ace king and king nine. Yeah, that's great. Um, Adamo having a nine blocks king nine and nine eight. Those are the most likely. Those are the only straights that you're really gonna that Justin can show up with. He can't ever show up with ace king. So right. they're, they're the right blockers to have. Yeah, these guys are good. These guys are. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them tongue-tied. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe, and still have time to make it home. And you-